Hello, hello, and welcome back to Art House Garage, the snob-free film podcast where we make art house, indie, classic, and foreign cinema accessible to the masses. I'm your host, Andrew Sweatman, and this is another abbreviated episode that is containing the interview I did recently with David Arquette and Christina McClarty Arquette here in Little Rock. They were on hand for the Filmland 2022 festival. Christina McClarty Arquette is the president of the Arkansas Cinema Society and also produced uh, a new film called God Said Give Em Drum Machines, which is about techno in Detroit. That film played the festival and they did some interviews around that. So uh, what you're about to hear, the audio is just a little bit rough. We were in a room uh, with several other journalists, uh, but I thought I'd just put the whole audio out here. Um, It sounds fine. It's just not perfect. Uh, But then you'll also hear another voice besides mine asking questions. That is Al Topich. He is is one of the film writers for the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Uh, And so it ended up being just the two of us. So we had you know, quite a lot of access for these interviews, which is great. Uh, so listen in, and here is my interview with David Arquette and Christina McClarty Arquette. Oh, yeah, I'll go first again. Uh, so, so Mr. Arquette, my, my sister wanted me to ask you a question. Uh, she's an educator and teacher here in Central Arkansas. She works with great uh, grade school kids that have uh, dyslexia. And uh, she wanted me to ask you if you had any like advice for her, for students, or or any kind of words of encouragement? Yeah, I mean, there's a lot nowadays. I think there's a text you can get, that uh, a font that helps with dyslexia. But aside from that, I mean, the thing about dyslexia is you learn different ways to learn, in a, in a sense. You just find these different routes around it. But uh, I'd just say have patience with them. If you could see that somebody's struggling with sort of reading out loud, I wouldn't put them on the spot for that. That was one of the main, like, scary things to me as a kid was, like, having to read out loud. So I would, like, count, like, okay, there's five people. My paragraph's going to be here. And I'd pre-read it to try to, you know, get it good. (laughs) You know, aside from that, you know, I think people with dyslexia approach learning in a different way. So it actually becomes an asset once you utilize it and learn how to make it work for you. That's a great question. Yeah, thank you. My name is Andrew Sutman. I'm a film critic here in Arkansas. And uh, my first question for you, Christina, as as ACS president, what's your impression of Filmland this year so far? Filmland 5. Um, I just am so impressed. David and I came here the first time several years ago with Survivor's Guide to Prison, which was a documentary that we did. That was my first experience with ACS and Catherine and Jeff and all the incredible folks that have worked so hard and Cody and Lily and Rachel. I mean, there's just an amazing group. Um, And so I've just loved watching it grow throughout the years. I think it's really special this year. The um, films are all amazing. The workshops have been great. There's such, um, um, you know, unique ways to kind of learn different crafts of filmmaking, whether it's talking to an incredible cinematographer or watching David act a scene out and ask questions about that. Um, So I just think it grows so much every year. And from a community standpoint, it's really special to see all the different filmmakers that come out that are interested in, you know, making films in Arkansas. And we've made two films here in Jonesboro and in Truman um, and always love 
uh, showcasing Arkansas on film. So um, yeah, I'm just thrilled to be a part of it. Uh, yeah, speaking of the movies that you've produced in Arkansas, uh, you know, earlier this year I saw Ghost of the Ozarks, yeah. uh, which, which uh, you were in, and I think that you both produced that one? Yeah, we produced that, and um, you know that was like one of the first films that was allowed to shoot at the beginning of the pandemic, and the governor and um, the film commissioner and the health department, everybody in Arkansas was so incredible working together to be able to um, have that film approved by SAG um, to shoot. And it was interesting because that, um, the Ozark Western town that was built for it was built in Truman. And the group of producers and the directors who were building that town using all Arkansans and local materials and you know um, doing it in Truman, uh, they were able to basically kind of quarantine together during the pandemic and continue building that set. So it's still there. If you go <laughs> to Truman, there's the Ozark Western town that was built especially for um, that film. So that was really exciting. And then 12-hour shift we shot in a hospital in Jonesboro. And um, they were so incredible to let us shoot in that hospital. And everybody was so supportive and lovely. And But one of the things that was really interesting about Ghost is because it was during the pandemic, you know, they were able to rent the local hotel, use all local businesses, food. Um, and so from a community standpoint, it was really kind of a wonderful experience because that was a scary time. But then, you know, a lot of local businesses were being utilized for that film. Uh, David, I was going to ask you about the workshop today uh, and, yeah. and what, what kind of things you covered and, and how to go. It was great. I'm a huge fan of Neil and to be able to just read his words. He's so incredibly talented. And, and work with Gigi, and that was just, I don't know, it was really, it was fun. <laughs> I get nervous on stage, but I wasn't that nervous today. Um, I don't know, I really enjoyed it. it. was We got some great questions, and just sort of talking through the process, I think, is really uh, helpful for people who are interested in going into acting or directing or writing. So, uh, I don't know, I learned a lot just watching him sort of, the way he explained his process was really helpful. I also think it's great that like uh, aspiring filmmakers get to kind of witness a scene being acted out by actors with a director. I never really had that opportunity, you know, as a young, I guess I was a news reporter before I was a producer, but I never really had that experience where you got to kind of in a lab sort of watch all of this happen. And I think it is so great because it's gonna shape people as far as like what career path they take. You know, some people come away from those workshops and they're like, oh my gosh, I really enjoy acting. I want to act and I want to direct. And last last year he did a um, workshop about um, like the audition process and what it would, you know, self-tapes and like how that all works. Um, so I think it's a really unique experience that, that you don't always get, you know, um, anywhere else to be able to kind of have that one-on-one -on -one interaction um, in a really personal way. So the last job I did was this TV show and this kid comes up to me on the set and he's like, I was in Mr. Adele's class and you came to, you know, to, as a like Guess career people. day. <laughs> and he said uh, that when I was talking about it, I was like, listen, you don't have to just be a director or actor or whatever. There's all kinds of different jobs within the film industry that you could, you know, find interested. He became a grip, but that was really a, cool to see that you know what I mean to so you never know like people you know that attend these things that someday you may be Your working boss. for them <laughs> yeah exactly 
<laughs> That's the goal. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, Christina, you're an uh, Arkansas native, is that right? Yeah, I'm from, uh, my family's from Hope. Um, and I spent my pre-K years in Hope in Little Rock. And then um, we moved a bunch of times. My dad loved to move, and so we moved all over. But then my first job out of college was back here in Little Rock, and I worked for the local, K I worked for KTV. And I was a local news reporter. Randy Dixon was my news director. Yeah, and, I was kind of curious, like how does someone from Hope end up being like a journalist for her? Um, you know, actually, it was kind of interesting. Um, I always had a love for the news. My parents watched like the evening news every night, like we all used to. And I, for some reason, was really fascinated by it. And then my uncle was in politics, and I had the chance to visit the White House. And Peter Jennings was doing setting up for an interview oh, for wow. the president. And it was like lights and cables and crew. And I was like, wow, what is happening in here? Mm -hmm. And it was such a, felt so big at the time to me as it, like, it just felt larger than life and serious, but also really like fascinating. And so that really started my whole kind of um, decision to go to journalism school and want to be in news. Um, and then local news is the best training you can possibly have. So I did it for, almost a decade and I miss it but it's hard with kids you guys know this you work 24 7 it's very hard um, so producing allows me to have a little bit more control of my schedule <laughs> well when I was just kind of getting started out as a film critic I watched you cannot kill David Arquette oh. at, the, <laughs> at the hot springs documentary festival and I actually got to ask you a Q&A question there and I was oh. you know I was so excited David Arquette oh, so, nice to talk to you again you too. But I'm curious How's the wrestling career going? <laughs> <laughs> the wrestling career is on hold at the moment. Um, he still has a scar. I still have a yeah. scar. Yeah. But, um, yeah. yeah, it's, I'm more of a fan at this point. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoy watching it. But, uh, yeah, it's really hard on the body. Yeah. And it takes a lot of training. You really have to stay up on it. Mm -hmm. Like, you can't sort of take a few weeks off. Yeah. <laughs> you have to really be part of it. But, um. I love it. I've been watching a lot. My friend Dalton Castle's making a great yeah. run right now. Cool. So he's the best. He's really fantastic. <laughs> he's awesome. And RJ City has a new... Jungle Boy. Yeah, Jungle Boy. We love Jack Made Barry. a lot of friends in the business. <laughs> so you're more of an AEW guy than a... I like both of them. We like but, both um, of them. Yeah. But we I, love I a lot of like, like um, Who'd you train with? Um, uh, Peter Avalon. Yeah, Peter Avalon. And so, like, a lot of them are AEW. It's so funny because I'll come in at night, like, after the kids are asleep and he's watching wrestling. And he's like, yeah, it just really calms me. I'm like, how does this calm you? Like, this is so aggressive. <laughs> but he loves it. <laughs> We're big fans. Although, it literally, he broke, he fractured ribs, was stabbed in the neck, had to have surgery on that. Like, there were so many injuries that happened. So, from my perspective, I was like, it's, kind of time to like put away yeah. the wrestling do you look back on that fondly you know it's a <laughs> yeah quite an experience of I getting do. back into the world yeah i do i mean i really i've always loved wrestling when i did ready to rumble and then went to wcw i was always like i really just wanted to learn more about it and try see if i could do it and training in mexico was really oh, that was really cool like a dream come true and the whole luchador world down mm -hmm. there and the, their love for wrestling is really amazing, amazing and beautiful. So, yeah, I have no regrets about it. 
Well, it, we could have done without the death match. Oh, that, that, <laughs> that might have been Take a little the bit. good with the bad. <laughs> a little bit of a regret. <laughs> um, David purchased the rights to Bozo the Clown, so oh, we're doing a Bozo the Clown documentary well, right I now. Yeah, great. Well. And um, took him 15 years to secure the rights from Larry Harmon. Yeah. And um, so, yeah, we're, we've been very deep in the clown world. And <laughs> <laughs> clown world and wrestling world are very it's similar. You'd be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's been really wild. We've been going to all these clown conventions around the country. And um, I will not be a clown. I'm drawing a line. I will not be Bozette. <laughs> but David loves it so much. It makes him so happy. <laughs> yeah. So you might see Bozo the Clown walking around Arkansas one day. I'm just saying. Yeah, can't wait for Wasn't that. he like one of the last shows in Arkansas? He, uh, he, he the local, did have a good market okay. up here. Yeah, he yeah. was like yeah. one of the last shows yeah. to go off air was here in, in, uh, in Little Rock. Because I still remember from my childhood. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Yeah, it's been, it's been an experience. Can I have one more question for you? <laughs> Okay, which I, I was a big wrestling nerd growing up too. So good. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I uh, so I remember the night you won the world title. Oh, oh no! Wow. So, so, uh, <laughs> I was just kind of curious, like, there's like some insider information. Like, how did you find out that you were going to, to win the title that night? Was that like a Derek Bischoff decision or? A... No, it was more Russo, uh -huh. uh, and he told me. Um, yeah, he just. I think maybe him and DDP it told me. It was DDP, me. and then you yeah. had a conversation with DDP of like. That's a terrible That's idea. A terrible <laughs> idea. And you then... can't do that. What are you? What are you kidding? And then I, they were, and he said, "Well, listen, if you don't do it, then it's kind of like going to end. This is going to end here tonight. If you do do it, you get to go to the next pay per view, which is like a month away." Yeah, you're like chipping like I gotta, Oh, you mean I get to travel with you guys and like really <laughs> learn how to wrestle? So I decided to say yes. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't really know I could say no. I yeah, mean, I guess yeah. I could, but. But you were a fan first. He loves, like, mm. he grew up loving wrestling. Also, an actor, though. So, like, if somebody tells you, like, this is your role, you know, to, <laughs> yeah. to do something. I, yeah. I mean, even in wrestling, like, it's weird. I learned a lot doing it like there's something called what else do you have <laughs> when you're wrestling when you're setting up a match somebody says like yeah i do a pile driver okay what else do you have like so i didn't know you could do that like you could change your yeah. you know blocking essentially yeah mick cool. foley was in our 12-hour shift film here oh yeah, yeah he was a yeah, bad guy great. and then fun fact the kid in the scene with him is Ric Flair's stepson. Oh, wow. <laughs> Sebastian. <laughs> so do you stay in touch with the, some of the boys? Yeah, all of them. Some of them, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah, for sure. It's a great group. Which, which uh, you know, one of my favorite wrestlers of all time was uh, Randy Savage. Oh, yeah. And you got to work with him and uh, Ready to Rumble. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. why he did it. That's awesome, it? yeah. That's why he did it. That was one of the, yeah, great. I couldn't believe he was in character, like... Yeah, I look down in Tampa. <laughs> I do a terrible Randy. But, but you have an outfit that you wear. Yeah, I have a Randy uh, Macho Man outfit that I took to Burning Man. <laughs> I, yeah, no, I gave out Slim Jims. That's exactly And then at the premiere of, Wrestling, of You Cannot Kill David Arquette, you had kind of a Macho Man-inspired jacket yeah too. For he sure. loves macho man 
Uh, so who, who were your favorite wrestlers growing up? Macho Man, Miss Elizabeth were up there. And I was a, definitely a Hulkamaniac. So, um, and uh, Andre the Giant, uh, Junkyard Dog. Uh, Don't you have Miss Elizabeth tattooed on you? I do. Yeah, he has Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> and Ric Flair. And Ric Flair, yeah. Um, Miss Elizabeth has been a big theme in our marriage. He's like, <laughs> that was his first love, so. No. <laughs> <laughs> he loved her very much. Yeah. Am I going to ruin this if I ask a non-wrestling question? Yeah, Sorry. please. No, totally <laughs> I was curious about the film Tomorrow Night. God yeah. said, give them drum machines. Just tell us about that film and, uh, yeah, how'd you get involved with it? Um, we, it's actually an Arkansas connection. David and my two cousins here, um, Mark and Franklin McClarty, um, we all uh, invested in a company called XTR, which is a documentary studio, and um, they're amazing. And we did You Cannot Kill David Arquette with them. They've done... They have like 40 projects in development right now. They did um, uh, Ascension, which was nominated for an Oscar this year. And um, uh, so God Said Give Him Drum Machines came through a friend of ours named Shaka, Shaka Singer, who's an incredible author and activist. And um, uh, just an amazing... He's from Detroit. Yeah, he's from Detroit. Just an amazing guy. Um and he sent us the sizzle to this project and it had been it was 12 years in the making this film so i think for like filmmakers to really see the perseverance and like what it takes to tell this story and it took 12 years to do it um is really special to see the final product and so we just saw the sizzle and fell in love with it we love detroit david shot a film there and um the film's a love letter to detroit but it's also a really important origin story about um, where techno uh, originated, and that's in Detroit. Um, so it's a beautiful music film and an important story that you know is really telling the right side of history. Um, and so uh, the filmmakers are here, and I think it's really exciting for Arkansas to experience it. They've been all over the world with this film. Um, the world premiered at Tribeca. They were at BFI London with it. Um, they've been at every incredible festival. And um, it's just a true testament in, like, the documentary space of, you know, a, a film that took this long to make and now being able to share it with the world. So um, Jennifer Washington and Christian Hill, he directed it and edited it. And we're really just, like, presidents of their fan club. We're kind of the, you know, it's their film, and we're just here to, you know, applaud them. And um, we sort of help them cross the finish line with it. So it's a really great, uh, incredible music film. So excited to watch it. Tomorrow. Yeah, it's yeah. really fun. I love I love the title too. Mm -hmm. God said give them drum machines. It's just great. Um, so yeah, it's just really exciting to be able to bring filmmakers to Arkansas and let them experience Arkansas and the Arkansas Cinema Society. Um, so we've been really thrilled to be able to have that opportunity. Yeah. Okay.